Welcome to another episode with the smiling guru Nirasharam Lugan and today we talk about is your child stealing your sleep? Now as a parent of two children, now they are young adults, I know far too well the, some of the problems that parents go through now with children finding it really problematic to fall off to sleep. Many of the parents are struggling with children not being able to sleep independently by themselves. Now, I am very privileged and I'm very happy that when my kids were just born, I started spending a lot of time putting in discipline, putting in certain strategies so that they fitted into my life, into my husband and I, you know, our lives. And I know it's much harder because nowadays we find that our kids nowadays, they're so, so full of energy and so full of, uh, you know, beautiful chit chat and so on. But I know the challenges and the problems of the sleep thief. Now, I was a very, very proud parent. I loved being a new mom and my husband loved being a dad. And when, when people used to ask me, hey, you're a new parent, are you loving motherhood? Um, and uh, how are you coping with the sleepless nights? And to be honest, I used to sheepishly look at them and say, you know, my kids are sleeping throughout the night. And they started sleeping throughout the night, I think from about uh, two or three weeks after they were born. And I, I worked really hard then on making sure that they do fall off to sleep and they built in this routine. Now, the reason why parents need to do this, the parents need to persevere and push their kids into a certain form of discipline and routine is because the mind learns and the mind does what you tell it to do. So if you want your child to get to bed at a certain time, you need to use the right words because the words actually make a picture in the mind and the picture is what creates discipline and what creates routine. Now, when I used to mention that my, my kids were sleeping through the night, you know, I could see some raised eyebrows and I could see a teeny weeny bit of jealousy because many of my friends uh, they did have problems with their kids falling off to sleep on time. But do you know what? What you put in as parents when you are new parents, it actually pays and you reap the benefits. Now, Anesh and I worked together and we had a plan during bedtime routines. And oh my God, you know, at the beginning it was super hard and I found that we had to put in extra effort um, but we persevered and that's the first thing that you have to do parents you have to persevere you have to make sure that you are persevering and don't give up don't ever give up because the efforts that you put in when your kids are little you actually see that this discipline continues as they grow up into a toddler and then a child and then even when they are teenagers so what can you do? What can you do? What effort can you do and put into place when you have newly born children? And yes, I'm saying newly born children because as young as a newborn, 
They know exactly what makes them happy. They look at their parents and they have their little smiles on their faces. They know exactly what they need to do. When they are hungry, they know that they need to cry to get their parents' attention and they do that. When they don't want to be put down, they cry so parents will pick them up. So our little newborns and little babies, they know how to manipulate their parents, as small as they are. So parents, I know that it is, it is sometimes very hard to, um, you know, put down your kids because that feeling of wonderful, that feeling of that warmth and holding your baby and spending time with your baby, it's an important time. It's time to bond. But remember, this timings that you need to put in so that you have time to bond but you also have time to create discipline and routine so let's look at some of the very quick things that we can do you know if you want healthy happy children then you need to create a routine for your little ones you need to do this by continuing our habits and not becoming overwhelmed with a new baby disrupting it there's so many parents that put their lives on hold because you've got a baby in the family. You've got a newborn in the family. You need to continue what you normally do. You might need to tweak it, but you need to fit the baby into your lives. Now, many parents, they end up changing their lives so much that they end up fitting their lives into the baby's lives. I hear some new parents saying, oh, I can't come over for dinner because my baby uh, will need to be bathed and fed by seven. So I need to go uh, home early. And they get quite frettish about it. You know, they start fretting about it. Guys, remember that that child is born through you. And that child you are responsible for creating certain routines and discipline. But do not do it from a point of being paranoid. Do not do it from, an, from a compulsive behavior. Do it because the, this is what's best for the child. Also remember that if we do not get our eight to nine hours of sleep, and if we do not regain, you know, recharge and reset our circadian clock within us then we are useless to our children the next day there are too many people that's so tired and because you are so fatigued physically and mentally and emotionally you end up just throwing in the towel at night and you say you know what it's easier for my baby to just be in my bed and um, you'd find that after a few months the baby is still in your bed because you haven't created that discipline. If you do things at the beginning, you will actually benefit on the long term. You will actually get a routine set in so that once baby goes to bed, you go to bed and you have the amount of sleep that your body needs. Our bodies have to recharge. Uh, and when when you're growing up toddlers, you need to show them that mommy and daddy needs time together. So this is mommy and daddy's time, so I, you need to get to bed. You need to use words and language like that. Now, I loved having uh, my time together with Anesh uh, in the evenings. So I used to say, kids, it's time for you to go to bed. 
while mommy and daddy have time together. And they knew that this meant they're going to be going to bed, they're going to be having a story read to them. And Anesh was just so brilliant in telling stories. And once you put these things in place, you end up enjoying being parents because you are not physically tired and you're not emotionally tired. You start to have fun with your kids and you get your kids occupied and busy throughout the day so that when they come to a certain time in the evening, when the sun goes down, that means that yes, it's time to get to bed and you need to build that in. So why do parents need to persevere? Parents, the effort you put in now to develop your child's circadian rhythm, that's the game changer. Now the circadian rhythm is a circadian clock that we have inside us and it is actually linked to nature. It's linked to the way the universe works. It's basically this alignment with the universal energies. Remember your child already knows about this biological rhythmic clock. And this clock is ticking away while, you, while the baby is even growing inside of you. So if you create discipline and you have discipline as an adult and you have healthy sleep routines, your child would be doing the same right from the time it's inside your womb. So you, you set your child up for success in all aspects of life. You know, we underestimate the power of developing routines according to nature. You know, the sun rises at a certain time, the sun sets at a certain time. The night sky actually tells us that it's time to slow down, it's time to actually shut down. And even the birds and the bees and the animals actually do the same. They know when the sky becomes dark and the moon comes up. They know exactly that it is now time to be tucked away in my bed, in my nest, for deep sleep to come so it can heal and repair your body. So why is your toddler ruling the roost at home? Especially at bedtimes. Why? What are your routines? And how much of stimulants are there around them at that time of the day? Why haven't the discipline and consistency been put into place? So when I ask my clients these questions, they nod their heads in tears. Some of them think that they are really bad parents. Some of them just don't have the energy. And some of them just needs a bit of sleep to actually start to think properly again. Now, most parents, you know, parenting doesn't come with a manual. What I might have done with my children might be totally different to the way your kids are. So you cannot compare yourself to other people. It's about being strong together, you know, with your, with your spouse or with your partner so that you are not manipulated by a one-month-old baby. And yes, I do use the word manipulate because our children, as young as babies, they are one of the best manipulators. You know, those little goo-goo-gaga uh, noises that come out of them, your heart melts. Their cuteness and their smiles and their love, you know, your heart melts. And that's what you enjoy about being a parent. They make you feel like you've got purpose and that you are, that you are needed. 
And as new parents, sometimes this can also develop into an obsessive addiction. When I say obsessive addiction, I have some clients uh, where moms cannot put their babies down. I have some clients where parents cannot even send their children that are like four and five years old for a sleepover because they have this deep feeling that they are the best and they would keep their child child the safest. Of course you would. They are your child. You will keep them safe. But remember, they are born through you. And you cannot put your over-emotional state onto them because that will make them... Uh, you know, less confident. That will give them feelings of, you know, I'm not being not being good enough. So therefore, mommy and daddy has to like shower me with so much of, so much of protection and safety. You need to remember that you have a duty to perform to this baby. You've created this baby out of love. You have to help this baby to develop healthy habits by instilling consistency and discipline. We have, our bodies have this blueprint within us to keep ourselves mentally safe, emotionally safe. And you have to also help them do this, give them the platforms to develop their mindset and their emotional set. And when you start to do this, you are setting your child up for success and you start with developing sleep routines. If your child is now a toddler and you are giving your children over-the-counter things such as, you know, melatonin and, and um, Calpol and things like that when they don't need it, you need to stop now because all of these over-the-counter medication, even if it's herbal, it gets the body to start to react um, and it gets the body to become dependent on this to actually work properly. So please, please, please stop. I'm making this appeal to you. Do not give your children unnecessary medications if they don't need it. You basically need to develop routine and consistency and that is the best medication. Now, you have to take back control. No matter how tiring it is, take back control. I know you lack sleep and I know you don't have energy to put up with temper tantrums and conflict with your spouse or your partners or even stubbornness from your toddler. You do need to do this and you do need to make sure that you can't do this alone. You need help. So tap into the people around you to actually help you. Because if you need to sleep, get your family and friends to babysit. And believe you me, they will give your children love and they will take care of your children just as well as you. In fact, even more better because they wouldn't want to, to harm your kids in any way. So... How do we rise above this hurdle so that you can set your child up for the rest of their lives? And it starts with sleep. The lack of sleep means that the pineal gland, now we all have this pineal gland, and if you can, you can actually just, it's 
in between your eyebrows just maybe a two centimeters above your your third eye uh, in the brain you have this pineal gland that will continue to do its job and when you lack the lack of sleep means that this pineal gland is not doing its job it's not getting a chance to do the job so sleeping in a dark room actually activates melatonin the pineal gland actually produces this hormone called melatonin which your body actually needs and now they are selling melatonin in so many different forms in pharmacies and so on but that's not the best thing to do that's not even good for you to do to take now this hormone is produced in this gland now melatonin is a deep sleep activator so that your body can go into deep sleep and repair and recharge itself you know light actually suppresses the production of this at night so during the day melatonin is produced during sunlight when you stand in the sun and so on but at night it is produced in a totally dark room so make sure that your room is very very dark so that you can actually uh, get this pineal gland working and this melatonin is being produced in your body now i know many parents they have these night lights for their children uh, start to remove that night light once the kids are asleep remove the night light you know switch it off because that actually stops that pineal gland from producing melatonin the way it should Another thing that stops sleep is the tiredness during the day. You know, you have anger and temper tantrums. Lack of appetite or overeating to compensate for lack of serotonin, which is stimulated in the brain, in the brainstem. And it is released also in the digestive gut. So when you have this lack of appetite and you want to gorge yourself with chocolates and fatty foods and unhealthy sugary foods, you basically have this lack of serotonin and this stops you from actually falling off to sleep because you end up eating too late. And if you're eating too late, your body needs at least two or three hours after you have your dinner to digest. And you're supposed to be going to bed only once your food has digested. So if you stop, if you eat latest by 6.30, your body has enough time to digest the food before you get to bed. When your children are very tired, they become less accommodative towards your rules and requests. So what do they do? They put up a fuss. And they also become... Um, rebellious and the worst thing is i know how parents feel i see parents crying in my therapy room because their kids are so rebellious and their kids just don't have any form of communication or sense of listening and guys it all starts when they are little children children when they have lack of sleep they also lack focus and attention and the natural rhythm of learning is altered children that also don't sleep very well the consistency and discipline goes way out the window and parents actually feel like they're failures at bedtime there is a horrible hatred 
towards your child falling off to sleep and you would notice that you start to become anxious in the evenings because you know that your child is not going to fall off to sleep you know that there's going to be temper tantrums you know that it's it's going to be such a battle to put your kids to sleep this creates that energy of you know an environment that's not calm an environment that's not peaceful and this is definitely not conducive to falling asleep now many parents distract or quieten their kids by using technology now this is the worst possible habit you can create for your child whether it is during the day or just before going to bed children need only a certain amount of time even during the day to be um, seeing looking at screens so do not think that if you put on music or if you put on um, the TV or their iPads or their tablets that they would eventually fall off to sleep. They won't. Because the light from these technology, from these screens actually stimulate the brain rather than calm the brain. Your voice also needs to be a calmer at night. You need to change the tone of your voice because when you start to have a hushed tone that also tells your children that it's time to go to bed parents another way is that if you are on the edge and you become snappy and annoyed and irritable this is the energy that is sensed by your child and this is when they start to play up more Parents are not getting sufficient time with each other to be intimate or to wind down. And there's a sense of feeling of, you know, between both this, the both partners that they feel unloved, that they don't feel very beautiful because they're not spending enough time in their own grooming and things like that. So by your child going to bed early, you are making time for your partner and you are stimulating the right chemicals in your brain to create happiness so that you are able to be better parents for your children. Giving in to your children's requests, every qualms, every request, it's, it can be just insane and, and it, it isn't what parents should be doing. The worst possible thing to do is to give in to everything they request. By you doing this, you're creating bad habits. Think about your child. If your child doesn't want to get to bed, he, is making every, he or she is making every excuse under the sun. Your child might say, oh, I want to go to the loo. You pick them up, you take them. Then they want a glass of milk or some water. Mommy, I'm thirsty. What do you do? You do that. Then you say, then they say, oh, mommy, I'm feeling too hot. What do you do? You'll change their blanket. And you'll find that kids are so clever. They start to make all of these excuses just to prevent themselves from getting sleep or falling off to sleep. And by doing this, moms and dads end up lacking sleep and feeling chronic tiredness. They feel like life is constantly on a treadmill. And by having this life where everything is so fast-paced, anger brews, the shouting and screaming begins to seep in into your parenting. And you become parents that 
will stop speaking to your kids in a loving way and that is definitely not a game changer and most important when children don't sleep and you don't have enough sleep you start to form bad habits that becomes problematic behavior as they become older children and teenagers so how can we fix this what can we do number one get back routine into your evenings after 7 p.m start the winding down and create a calm in at home and tell your kids this you know explain to the kids along the way what you're doing you know have an early dinner do a cleanup have bath times put into place and by 8 p.m dim the lights tuck your child in their bed with a very light chatter about the highs and the lows of the day winding down into this tranquil whispery voice and maybe a bedtime story say a tranquil gratitude prayer whisper in your child's ear you are amazing you are beautiful and you are loved and you're going to have the most peaceful deep sleep fall upon you and you're going to have beautiful dreams now these are such beautiful words to tell your child at the end of the day this is a great affirmation to instill in your child's mind remember one of the rules of the mind is your mind does what you tell it to do the second one is do not give your toddler any melatonin medication you might think that it is helping your child but it is actually installing a new way of sleep in, in inducement and the pineal gland would be confused about its function and then fail to stimulate melatonin naturally in the body. You will then develop poor sleeping habits from child into adulthood, carrying with you a whole range of health problems because of insufficient sleep, since your circadian rhythm is out of sync. You also have that the vibrations are very, you know, vibrations are very soothing and also help to awaken the function of this prominent gland. Parents, what you can do is to stimulate the pineal gland. You can, during the day, let your kids have lots of sunshine. And in the evenings, play some nice, tranquil, classical music. This radiates with a specific frequency, even while your baby is growing inside of you, inside your womb as a mom. These vibrational frequencies have the power to heal the body from various illnesses. There are so many different YouTube, uh, YouTube videos on the Schumann frequency. When you listen to the Schumann frequency, you would find that your body will resonate and your body vibrational energies will be in sync with that of nature. So it's really powerful. Meditation and visualizations are excellent to rejuvenate this pineal gland. And yes, parents, your toddlers, as young as even two and three-year-olds, can also sit quietly at different times of the day, have a quiet moment or two, because if they can sit and watch a computer screen or a tablet for 10 to 15 minutes at a time, you can train them into a habit of silent sitting or visualization you just need to be a little bit creative here tell them I want you to close your eyes 
and I want you to imagine that you are climbing a tree and you are going higher and higher and higher and feeling more happier. And then when you are coming back down the tree, you can say, and now you're feeling so relaxed, so calm, so peaceful. Continue using visualization to develop your child's silent sitting and meditation habits. That is a huge, huge, huge uh, positive behavior to actually instill in your child. You can also tap into your child's subtle energies by focusing on their meridian points. And all of us have subtle energy points in our bodies. And if you Google it, you, you know exactly where it is. Now, what I would suggest is tapping. You can tap between the brows, between your eyebrows. That is the space of your third eye to enhance the functioning of your pineal gland. Slight tapping. Or ask your child to follow your finger with their eyes while keeping their head still. Move your finger upwards so that your child will be looking towards their own eyebrows. And this movement actually brings eye fatigue and the eyelids become heavy, droopy, drowsy and it allows sleep to fall upon your child. It's for adults who suffer also with sleeping issues. If you do these two things, the tapping and the eye movement, rolling your eyeballs, it, it works beautifully. I actually use this to induce hypnosis when I work with my clients. So it's really good to, to start to stimulate sleep. During the day when the sun is shining, allow your children to play outside. You also get some vitamin D. Let them run around barefooted so that the soles of their feet can have natural reflexology on the grass, on the stones, on the pavements. And this then stimulates the energy points under the feet. And the last tip, parents, is to cut down screen time to less than an hour a day for your toddlers. It will help them with their brain development. It will prevent eye straining. And also they will become more active than just sitting and being hypnotized by a screen. And in the evening, omit screen time altogether. Let them have chill out time with you and your partner and the rest of the family. Remember the title of being mom and dad comes with a lot of responsibilities. The time between zero and eight years are vital in a child's life because during these years, children develop a way of life. They de develop a belief system that continues on their journey into their future. And if they lack discipline, if they lack self-belief, confidence and consistency, then this will affect them as an adult. So what you put in place as a parent in your child's life between the ages of zero and eight either sets them up for success or failure. Nurture them, be the role model that will enhance their lives without any limiting beliefs. You can be an amazing parent. You cannot be a friend to your child because your role and your title is called parent. However, you can be a friendly, loving parent who is always in control. And remember that if your children are struggling to form these little habits such as sleeping and bedtime routines, 
then you also need to change your habits. And if you are having any problems with this and you need somebody to talk to or you need me to work with your children, I do that. And I can even do that on Zoom or even face to face. I work with parents. I give parents tools and techniques that they can put into place so that they can develop healthy bedtime routines and they can also develop um, healthy positive talk meditation silent sitting and so on so please contact me all my details are on this platform and you can get me on facebook on just simply change or nirasha ramlugan i'm on instagram i'm on linkedin and even twitter so if you need any help with this and getting routines built in for yourself and your child please give me a call. Sending you lots and lots of love. Remember, you are the parent. You were given this responsibility to instill the best training for your children. Remember, your children are born through you, not from you, as Khalil Gibran says. And your job is to create discipline, routine, for them to be successful human beings with great values and a great spiritual awareness. Lots of love. Keep smiling from Nirasha.